0: Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents
1: of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are.
0: That was... That was kind of awkward.
1: Hey guys, this is Kritzi Bahos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast.
2: He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90 star... But basically, I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. Welcome to Game Podcast. Game Podcast. Games, video games, nerd stuff, Kingdom Hearts, Crackdown, Metro, Trials, Rising, Rising. Um um the Spyro Remake, uh Far Cry New Dawn. Near Automata, Near, near nah, nah, nah. Um uh, The Evil, Evil Within. Within. <laughs> um what else Far Cry talking? New Dawn. Yeah, I already said that, bro. Hellblade. Uh Treasure Stack. Uh Do we talk about Lots a lot of-, of games. We talked about a lot of games. <laughs> I didn't even realize until right now. Trying to—I bet you we probably <laughs> missed some, but yeah, yeah. You guys stick around if you want to hear some video games. If you're not into video games, well, I already got your attention. I got your download number already. So, <laughs> bye. Hey Norma, give us a horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. I
1: can't even control myself. Horribly awkward. This is so awkward. <laughs>
2: this is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one. Horribly
0: awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward.
1: Horribly awkward. Sean,
0: dude, you're
1: horribly awkward. Sean,
2: I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that. It's awkward. Yeah, so we're about to talk about video games. Get me pumped up. Scott, get me pumped
1: up. Casey, get me pumped up. (laughs) Everyone's getting pumped up over here. Yeah,
2: Chewy.com. Yeah, Chewy.com. Everybody go over there and enter the promo code awkward and get... 0% 0% off your next purchase <laughs> to actually, actually add on an extra 10% tax, so yay, go Awkward Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Horribly Awkward Podcast, episode 152, a.k.a. Game Chat, episode five. Game Chat, episode five. If you don't know what Game Chat is, is where we just talk about video games and nerd out. So, with me today, because I can't do this by myself, because that would be super ridiculous. Um... I've got my super nerdy friend, he's no strangers to the podcast, been on 100 different episodes. He's been on 100 out of 152 episodes, I think. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) From the Gaming Outsider Podcast, former host of the Hollywood Outsider Podcast, Mr. Scott Clark! What's up, Sean? How you doing, man?
0: What's up, man? I know I'm not as pretty as Alyssa, but uh, I'll do my best to fill her
2: shoes. You can fill her shoes. Yeah, uh, Alyssa just wasn't feeling well at the moment, so... Oh, well, I hope she feels better. She'll feel better very soon. Very, very soon. So another guest we have who has been on the podcast a couple of months ago. Was it last year? It was last year, wasn't it? I think so. It? Yeah. it was last year. So she is here with her friend Alfred, I think his name is. Am yes. I right? Right?
1: Alfred. Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs>
2: You guys might know her from a lot of stuff, this podcast included. She's an actress. She's awesome, fellow gamer. Everybody, welcome, Casey Tiller.
1: What's up? <laughs>
2: yeah. Before we roll into the podcast, Casey, quick, any quick quick update since the last time you've been on? Uh, I know you've posted a couple of things. There was there was an episode of something you're on, and they cut your part out, and I was like, oh, that's disappointing. Yes. And no, um, nothing, nothing personal. It's not like they said, "Oh, Casey, let's cut her out." Just scenes <laughs> get cut from uh, from shows, and that kind of sucks.
1: It does. Um, time reasons. And it's like, oh man, couldn't the episode be like two hours? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, okay. that, I guess I guess that kind of shit happens. But at least you get paid, right? As an actress, yeah. you get paid.
1: I do get paid, but so you, it's it still works out.
2: But you but. want those credits, the IMD, cre- IMDb and all that.
1: Yes, and the footage. <laughs>
2: um, I know somebody, this uh, girl, Pamela, she was in the movie um, Murder... What's that uh, Melissa McCarthy movie, with The Puppets? Murder or something?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of the title right now. <laughs>
2: murder Puppets? What was that movie called? Anyways... Murder
1: Puppets? What was that called? It's called The Murder Puppets.
2: Happy Time Murders? Yes, yeah, The go, Happy Time Murder. And uh, she thought she had a part in it. She was like a stripper in the strip scene. And then, like, she was excited. And then she had to wait till the movie came out in the theater, and she went to see it, and then found out she's not her part got cut. So, you know, that's kind oh. of disappointing, you know?
0: So you actually, like, filmed it and everything? Or she actually filmed it and everything?
2: Yeah, and it's the same thing as Casey. She filmed it, her part, and they just said, oh, you know, let's edit this out, you know, for no particular reason. So. It's like straight-up Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Yeah, they they cut like... my scene.
1: It's awful, because then you spend all the time, like, like uh, you memorize it, and then you... And you have a big speaking role, and it really doesn't matter if it's, like, a huge speaking role or not. <laughs> it's disappointing that way, but
2: oh, I bet it's cool. I bet. If I was, like, a guest on the Gaming Outsider podcast and Scott's like, ah, for time reasons, <laughs> we're going to cut out all Sean's answers, you know? Oh, it's happened. It's happened.
0: <laughs> he doesn't realize because he doesn't go back and listen to the episode, but we've cut at least a half an hour out of each episode that he's on.
2: Oh, dude, I do. Well, you guys, let's, let's nerd out. Let's talk about some video games. I've been playing... Video games. You guys have all been playing video games. Um, Casey, I know she's been playing Kingdom Hearts three and some evil, uh, the evil within. Scott's been hating on one of the best games ever. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say hating on it, but
0: I think you it just, hasn't clicked with me yet.
2: Ah, uh, man, you're just not playing it right. Mm, say, I
0: <laughs> fully agree. Uh, it is starting to click with me, and we'll but we'll get into it.
2: Yeah, I'll will tell you the reasons. You might just be missing out and stuff. There's, there's just more to the game, and we're talking about um, near. Automata, automata, automata. Shit. Near automata, bum bum na na na. Near automata, bum bum na na. That's how I remember it. Okay. Near
0: automata, <laughs> okay. <enjoy himself> Sorry, I
2: can't not finish the song if you're going to start it. <hlection> I know, Scott. You got to come on the podcast more often. This is fun. <laughs> Did Aren't you coming on mine in a couple weeks? Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I have you on the schedule for next week. <laughs> that's uh what for this coming week no what no next? no, like a week from tomorrow okay okay cool 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 yeah yeah bro yeah okay well dude let's get right into kingdom hearts 3 i need to talk about this casey's been playing it i fucking love this game i thought it was so great and and casey's yeah she's like dogs attacking her right now
1: <laughs> kingdom hearts 3 um have you, you played like have you played all of the expansions, like the Dream Drop Distance, Chain of Memories? <laughs>
2: I wish. I played Kingdom Hearts 1, and that's it. I skipped- yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> skipped really? all the rest, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and it was the perfect time for it to come out, and I just wanted it because I wanted the Disney stuff, because all the Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. stories, all that shit goes over my head. Like, it's it's really complicated. I hear for the, the huge fans, it's even kind of complicated, uh, but... I just wanted it for the Disney stuff, and I I really really liked the the game because I know the first the a big chunk of the game, all the Disney stuff's pretty easy. Like skill skill wise, it's like it's pretty easy. You can fly through it. It's, it doesn't take a whole lot of skill to get through it. But once mm-hmm. you get past the Disney stuff, it gets brutally hard, which really caught me off guard. And I was I was ready to smash the controller how hard it gets. <laughs> Did
0: you watch the little intro videos that they give you to kind of give you the backstory? Of what, what's happened in the Kingdom Hearts series up to this point?
2: Oh, yeah. It was like a, like a four-hour movie.
0: Yeah. I was more confused than I was when I started after watching those things. Because <laughs> this whole story makes no sense whatsoever. The little pockets of Disney stories make perfect sense. They're great. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're easy to understand. They're charming. And the gameplay is, it kind of varies between each one. And you see familiar characters, and that's great. And then you see what it looks like the uh, My Chemical Romance. As a black parade, you know, with swords, uh, and I have no idea what's going on, whatsoever.
1: <laughs> um, I played it when the first one came out, and then the then I <sighs> reserved. I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. I played the Sega one. And I got, I don't know. I didn't like how Chain of Memories was kind of laid out. With it was a card style, like battle. I always hear that.
2: I hear that from everybody. They go, what is up with this card style thing? Alyssa tried playing it recently. She said the same thing. It catches everybody off guard.
1: It's completely different. And then, like, Dream Drop Distance was good. Um, But the hard part was following the story because then you have... The story being split up on different consoles, and if you don't have that console, or if you didn't have that console back then, then it's hard to like keep up with what's going on, and you have to rely on like YouTube videos to explain like what's going on if you can't get that console to play the game or you read mean, up uh, 457 on. four
0: hundred and fifty-seven divided by three, or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Some weird <laughs> improper fraction that we're just going to throw on there to make no sense whatsoever.
2: Not only that, the 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 collections like one point eight. kingdom hearts 2.8 like what what is going on here the remix (laughs) i didn't play kingdom hearts the first one until two years ago when i bought the ps4 collection and you know the the game looks good it's cool the stories are cool but it it felt felt so outdated the controls are so bad you know they're so bad so i wanted a kingdom hearts like i kept watching videos in kingdom hearts 3 and i was like ah, this looks so awesome and
0: they made thought, it much more accessible. I will say that.
2: They, yeah. yeah, they did, and I, I'll tell you what. So I'm playing the Tangled universe, and you know it's it's actually basically just a large chunk of the Tangled movie, and they made it into the game, and it really, really make, made me interested in Tangled. Take go ahead, take away my uh, man card. It's cool. <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. Tangled is a great movie, man. Yeah, and, uh, Tangled's so- awesome. So that made me watch the movie, and, and Alyssa and I watched the movie uh, two weeks ago, and it was a great freaking movie. I, I I really liked it. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: Zachary Levi, I believe, is the voice of Smolder guy. I can't remember the character's name,
2: but
1: oh, Flynn Rider, yeah, Flynn, yeah. I'm like I like Flynn.
2: He was uh he was the like voice the in the game too, I believe. Yeah. Which is another good point. They brought
0: back a lot of the original voices. Like when yeah. I played the, the Hercules. They actually had uh, um, man, the actor's name is escaping me. That played uh, the devil.
2: Mm-hmm. His name,
0: I cannot remember his name now. James Woods. They actually got James Woods to do that voice again, which is cool.
2: I've never seen. I've never seen Hercules. That that was I the most either. interesting part of the whole game to me. I'll be honest. Yeah, but you haven't uh, got to Winnie the Pooh yet. Then I've got to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but the oh, Winnie man. the Pooh section was very short. So
0: and not fun.
2: Yeah, I guess that little game where it's kind of like Bubble Bobble, but it was with like f- fruits and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> bust and the, the move. And the yeah, bust the move. It was it's cool, but like Kingdom Hearts, really, really like all the Toy Story stuff. How you're your toys and you go to Monsters Inc. and your your monster. All three of you, Donald Duck and Goofy, you're you're all monsters, and uh, it was it's so good. It looks it looked really good on on Xbox. But the weird thing is, Xbox players who are only. Xbox players like they're missing out on a lot of games because none of it was on Xbox until now. Is I think, am I right? Yes,
0: this is the first time it's been on a Microsoft console. But I also feel like there are people that know this story and love this story, and they're still like just just play the game. The story is messed up; it doesn't make any sense, but I love it. <laughs> so you're. you're... You can go back. Someone sent me a YouTube video or like a YouTube link and said, here, watch this. They do a much better job of explaining what's happened in the series so far. And I clicked on it and it was 27 minutes long. I'm not going to watch 27 minute video. I just jumped in the game.
2: But I think it's the just one I watched. Help. I watched like a 20 something minute video. I was just chilling there, put it on my YouTube yeah. on my TV and I just watched it like I was watching an episode of a show. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, I hi- I highly recommend it, but it, it's going to be a little confusing. A lot of the Kingdom Hearts stuff is, is just confusing.
1: And then you have, like, they add new things like the gummy phone where you can take selfies with <laughs> Disney characters. <laughs>
2: that's that's kind of fun. I've never gotten into photo mode stuff in video games, but I, I do know people who like that kind of stuff.
1: Well, like, they have that thing with the hidden emblems, like the Mickey emblems that you're supposed to take pictures of. And stuff like that where it's like, okay, well, it's a different thing. Um and then, like, there's one part that was a little disappointing, though, is, like, the you can see, like, all of the other Disney characters walk around, but you can't find Maximus anywhere at some point in the game. And I wanted to go back and, like, interact with Maximus, and I was like, no! Who's Maximus? <laughs> um, the horse in uh, Rapunzel. Oh, okay,
2: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, of just, just is the appeared. best character in that movie. Right? Yeah. And then it's like you want to go back and like take a picture with Maximus or something, and then he's like nowhere. And I'm like, no, <laughs> such a small detail, but.
2: but just, I mean, just going to that part in the Tangled universe where you got to go to the square and dance with everybody, and you're just going around <laughs> dancing with people, and it's got like, all, dude, I was fucking feeling it. I was feeling good. <laughs> I was I had a smile on my face. I was feeling really good playing this playing this game. All the Disney stuff just made me smile, man. It was. The Disney has magic, has a kind of magic that nobody else has.
0: Oh, yeah, totally agree with you. There's many several moments that just make you smile. It just makes you feel like you're in those universes and and some clever jokes. There was one when you're in Toy Story, when you find a helium tank. Did you hit into the helium tanks in the Toy Story world? Yeah. (laughs) And and everyone starts talking like their voice sounds weird because they've inhaled his helium. And Donald Duck speaks and his voice is still perfectly normal. And he's like, wait,
2: what? (laughs) <laughs> I, thought, that was, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, I what mean, happens even,
0: when.
2: That part's Ford cool, Donald. too, because you get to take down those mechs and you just jump in a mech, and then it's like Titanfall for a second. And you just that roll was around my this favorite part. It was <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. But it's... for all the things
0: that this game does, Right, I have a lot of, uh, of grumps with it because you mentioned the photo mode and the, and the finding the Disney emblems and there, there's a checklist to find everything and every. I just feel like there is so much going on in this game at once. It's, it feels overwhelming, uh, especially if you're trying to beat a game quickly to review. It. <laughs> so um, there, uh, you've got the the gummy ship. You've got the going from point A to point B in the gummy ship where it, it turns into a, sh- a sh- shmup where you're shooting. Um, I don't, I don't even know what they are. You're shooting spaceships, mm-hmm. and you've got that do going on. Either.
2: I just went from point A to point B. I didn't even deal with shooting shit. I didn't, because that was a separate thing. Like, right. you, you could shoot as many things as you want, you're not going to level up your character. You're just leveling up your ship and all that kind of stuff. So I just I kind of just skipped all that.
0: I think I did, like, two, two of them or something just to try to beat my score, and then I just kind of avoided them at that point on. But, I don't know, even, like, getting from point A to point B in those worlds in the gummy ship... Just feels like something from a PS2 game. It just the controls are a little clunky. Uh, I don't even like running up the wall. Like you right just got to find the glowing weird. wall. It's just it's just odd to me. Like that this, there's no explanation. It's just like, hey, by the way, you can run up a wall.
2: <laughs> I didn't find the controls at all clunky. They they felt just no, 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 I mean, they they, felt like current current Xbox One. Hack and I, slash.
0: I, I don't think "clunky" is the right word. I think "jerky" is the better word. Like it, like you, you move when you turn or, or move mm. your character from one way to the other. It's just it's so fast, which is what you want. But it, uh, you know, I, I guess I can't complain when you're, about a game that's not realism. When you're, mm. you know, a monster with one eyeball and
2: <laughs> that kind of stuff going Dude, on. Dude, you so. got to get in there and change your settings, man. I know if you get you can go to the grandpa settings. Which is I like never change the one. settings in the game.
0: I really? never do that. I really should. Like I've been, I've been. I still don't have a win in Apex Legends, and I, I feel confident that if I change the sensitivity and the controls on that to be able to move it move faster, I'd have a lot better luck. But I just refuse to do it. I don't know why. I'm stubborn.
1: The running up the walls. Um, I had a problem with that recently with the Caribbean world. It's like you're trying to go through a doorway and you want to keep running up the wall instead. It's like no, 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 no. I want to go through this small little doorway. <laughs> Please no. And then. Like you have the the ship battles in Caribbean, it reminded me of like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh,
2: exactly. You're selling me. Keep talking. Oh, they're exactly they're Flag. exactly like you're playing Black Flag, except you have special powers, so it adds this extra thing where you can nice. do some crazy, unrealistic shit. But it's cool because when you go to that 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 Pirates of the the Caribbean world it looks more realistic you're like oh shit this is all of a sudden kind of movie-like and realistic Mm -hmm. looking it's cool it was really cool was
0: anyone else disappointed that there weren't any final fantasy characters in this game yeah because that was a big draw for me on the on the the first one that i played which i only played about i don't know four or five hours at the first one but it was i i love seeing um cloud in that game and there's there were a couple of Final Fantasy references, though. I don't know if you guys remember. In the Toy Story world, I believe it was a Toy Story world, when you're in the toy store, and you have to connect all these panels. Like you have to acquire these blocks, and they build like a a wall that you can climb up to get to the next area.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it turns into a giant cactus. Do you remember yeah. that? That was straight out of Final Fantasy. Like that. That was like that was a villain in Final Fantasy, and they played the little. Uh, jingle! Whenever you win a battle in Final Fantasy, when they did that, I was like, "Hey, there's a Final Fantasy reference." I was like, <laughs> "Do
2: you guys remember the platinum demo for Final Fantasy 15, which is basically like the Toy Story world, right?" Mm-hmm. It was basically like you were playing Kingdom Hearts, but it was Final Fantasy demo. Remember that? I do remember. It was and very short. It had nothing to do with the game, which was weird. Yep.
0: Well, they <laughs> Yeah, they did a really weird marketing with Final Fantasy 15. Like there was a movie. That like a two hour feature length movie that came out before the game, and it told the backstory to Final Fantasy XV. So you had you really had to watch that to know what was going on to the beginning of the game. Hmm. And then yeah, then the demo that had nothing to do with the story. So, but I love that game. So,
2: well, I highly highly recommend Final, Final um, Kingdom Hearts Three. And by the end of the game, it gets really really hard. So I was leveled <laughs> up pretty good, and I was still frustrated on how hard it gets. It just gets really hard, but it was it was really satisfying beating it, and I, I loved it. It was great.
1: Is it Did just weird? Does it feel like there aren't enough worlds like the old ones?
2: Mm. I know you would know the best, though, Casey, because you play pl- yeah. played more than I've only played the first one.
1: That's the one thing that I'm I would say is a small, like downside to it. I I actually expected it to be a longer game with more worlds. Because, like, in the first and the second one, you, you have, like, all of these Disney classics to go to. And maybe that's why I've noticed that they used a lot of more Pixar, like, Pixar um, mm-hmm. movies in this one. It seemed more strictly Pixar, except for, like, the Caribbean, of course. But it felt shorter than the other, the main ones, one
2: and two. And they're running out of stuff, right? And thing is, they, they almost created entire movies, like, Frozen. You give you almost the, the whole movie... And Tangled they give you like the whole movie, some of these worlds they give you it's almost like watching a movie and you play these big sections in between so I mean they're they're pretty
1: the cutscenes that never end <laughs> yeah,
2: but I, I, but I never wanted to skip or get out of a cutscene. I was actually just enjoying watching it because I never I've never seen Tangled or Frozen at the time, so watching it was was cool
0: I will say I enjoyed watching the cutscenes when it was the Disney stuff, but when it got to you know a black parade. Characters, I was just like, whatever. You, whatever you're saying isn't making any sense.
2: It doesn't. Mickey sound like a pedophile. Like Mickey's <laughs> voice is terrible. Oh, oh boy, guys. Hey guys, do you know where where the poo is? Well, and plus he says all these goofy names, like, haha. Let's go find Xenahort. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know somebody else knows who that is, right? Oh, why hey guys, let's climb up on top of this tower and eat ice cream how'd you get all four of these ice creams up here? They didn't melt. (laughs) His voice is creepy, but Donald Duck and and Goofy is like solid. Like it's good. It's so good.
1: Did you notice that um, Woody and Buzz sound a little bit off?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, the guy that does, uh, that does Woody is actually Tom Hanks, brother. Mm -hmm. And if you go look him up on, on IMDb, he looks just like Tom Hanks.
2: Oh, Dude, that's the voice is false advertisement right there.
1: I googled it and it was funny because the one article said it's discount Tom Hanks and discount Tim Allen.
0: <laughs> 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 pretty much,
2: <laughs> pretty much it is. I mean, it's hard because we love Toy Story. We've probably all seen Toy Story, all of them because Toy Story is fantastic. So when you hear these voices that are slightly off, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Goofy and like Donald, just go- Donald Duck's just you know like he's got that squeaky voice. Donald, you know, squeaky squeaky uh, goof, uh Donald Donald
0: I don't know if I'd call it squeaky I
2: would call it nails on a chalkboard All right. maybe. All right, yeah. that, that's. but yeah yeah awesome Scott you, you need to finish it I know Casey's still playing through it you're streaming it right when you play it
1: yeah I'm streaming it um three times or four times a week so it's like an hour each and I want to right now I'm trying to find like the um the special extra stuff to try to get like the ultimate weapon and everything so I'm that's what I'm doing right now on the stream, and it's taking a little bit more time to do that. Well, that's cool. I mean,
0: you know
2: what I do.
0: You know what I do love about this game is in the battles when you get to use the Disney park ride moves or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, like the, uh, they never get old, which is which is so weird to say because th- you don't do a lot. But when you do the Pirates of the Caribbean ship, and you just swing back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is great when you get in the little blaster thing. I think it's supposed to be like Space Mountain or something. I've never been on the ride, so I don't know. Oh,
2: I love that blaster. That's my favorite one, the blaster. Yeah, yeah. And then it has
0: a little score in the, that you try to beat in the corner every time. So you, you try to wait to use those when there's a huge group of enemies around so you can get a bigger score. I don't know why I don't want to beat that score. It's just like you want to beat your personal record. It's, it's so much fun. Those are a joy, and I don't know why they never get old because they're not super involved. A lot of them just involve take, pressing one button Mm-hmm. And not a whole lot of timing, or the or the carousel one, where you have to time the that the one, rings when they get on the while. outside.
2: That took me a while to learn what it had to do. I just kept pressing the button. I thought if I pressed it faster, it was better. But you have to like, you have to time the circle coming out, which kind of is really hard for my eyes to follow. It's it seems weird because the thing's spinning and there's a circle going out, and you want to time it perfectly to get that uh, that perfect uh, the hit hit on it. But I was just like pressing it fast. I'm like why is this not working?
1: And it's like cooking with Remy is kind of like the same way. You have to like cook precisely, (laughs) chop precisely, or it's wrong. (laughs) Crack
2: the egg. You have to crack the egg just perfect. Oh,
1: my God. That was the worst one. I was like, how do you crack this egg? I kept doing it too fast or like too slow and then just crack it. And then, of course, Remy looks so disappointed. I'm like, I'm sorry.
2: That's one I haven't seen either. I've never seen Ratatouille. Oh, Oh, man, you should see that one. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, I bet it is, man. It's just I miss out on a lot of shit. I I, I did watch Frozen. With Alyssa recently, and I kind of fell asleep. I don't think Frozen was super great. There's <laughs> a sequel like coming Frozen. out. Uh, Frozen was good. It was good. But it was. I thought Tango was was pretty, like, pretty dope. <laughs> Can I the say funny that? Thing about,
0: uh, the funny thing about watching Frozen is I walked out of the theater with that song stuck in my head already.
2: Dude, I had that song stuck <laughs> in my head years before I even heard it. I literally have never heard that song until I played Kingdom Hearts 3. But really? I've heard people sing it on podcasts. For like five, six years, however many years it's been out. how Four years, whatever, it's been out for a while. So I've heard it, and I knew, so I knew what it was, but I have only heard the Let It Go chorus of it. I have never actually heard the rest of the song until I played Kingdom Hearts, and I actually heard the whole thing, and I was like, all right, this is it. Cool.
1: I'm super disappointed in Frozen because it was up against a Miyazaki movie at the Academy Awards. And for that, I am still against Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
0: which one was it
1: it was uh the wind rises
0: oh, okay. it was
1: they landed in the same category and i just knew it was going to be frozen because that was the frozen craze that year i'm like no please no but uh, yeah
2: it was it was a hit all right guys let's move on from this uh scott what else have you been playing well you want to go ahead and talk about near automata dude near let's talk about uh, that, it
0: that, that's what i've game. played the most this week if you've listened to the gaming outsider podcast you know that uh zach my co-host is obsessed with this game and you are too actually you've been you've been harping on me to play it and i had it on ps4 back when it first uh, came out i I picked it up on the cheap and tried it i got about three or four hours in and i really appreciated what they were doing with the different gameplay styles built into one game you know it, it turns from a shmup to a 3d action game to an open world rpg and it goes back and forth between these and i thought that was cool and then once i got into the open world and actually discovered how to save the game I, I seriously played that intro six times now because I've gotten to that second boss and died and had to start the entire game all over again because they don't give you save points until after you beat that boss. And that was frustrating. And But then once I hit the open world, I just, I just felt no drive to keep going outside of you guys talking about how well the story is written.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I just kind of put it to the side. Well, then Zach won't stop talking about it on my show. And For the good Become As... Yeah, from the Become As God's Edition went on sale on Xbox One. And I'd rather play it on Xbox One because I'm an achievement whore. And uh, picked it up, and I'm much further than I was before. I still I, I haven't got to the parts that you guys are referring to that make this game just like a game of the year contender and just the, the best written story. And people are going to be talking about this game for years. I haven't got there because you've got to beat the game to do that. Uh, but I have turned a corner where the game is starting to click with me more. I feel like I understand how the systems work better. Uh, I, I don't love the combat, I, but maybe that's because I'm not understanding how the chip systems work exactly. I just keep spending money on stuff and hope it works.
2: Yeah, and, you, you got to actually install those chips, the chipsets.
0: Yeah, I just do the automatic one. You go to like talk to the guy and then say I want to focus on
2: on attack. Oh, dude, don't and do then, that. Yeah, don't do that. You want to yeah. go to that one, dude. You want to go to that girl. When you go into the resistance camp on the right, there's a there's a chick there. I don't know what her name is, but you go. I, buy stuff sell stuff do whatever you got to do to unlock all your chips so like right now i've already got it to where i've got the whole thing i've got all the slots of chips there like the 8s
0: just... and the plus 16s and plus the plus 20s. 30s plus yeah 24
2: yeah. i've got i've got it all unlocked and uh you just want to pull all this stuff in cuz you can you can have like right now i have auto healing so when i start taking damage it just starts slowly healing up you just you just look at your character you just see plus 1 plus 1 it just keeps going until it heals back yeah i've up. got that now too yeah and then auto evade, that shit works really well because you can just keep hit, hitting your uh, your melee attack and you'll just do perfect counters and all, all that shit. It's just, man, there's there's a lot of stuff in there you want to really look at what you're doing because you can set up with a nice setup. Right. And
0: I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to see some of that stuff. But even before that, the the game, and I'm not, I'm not hating on this game. I'm going to finish it. Like I said, it's clicked with me, but i I've, I'm frustrated with some of the design choices. I mean, I do I understand that the world is supposed to be very open and sparse and not a lot there because that's, that goes with the story, but everything just feels so flat and uh, it feels like a budget title instead of a triple a AAA $60 title to me. And, uh, but man, some of the designs are cool. Those flight suits that you got are just design. Great. They're a lot of fun to look at. They're a lot of fun to control. I think some of my favorite moments in the games are when you're, playing a twin stick shooter style game. Cause I just feel so satisfying to me. Mm. Um, I, it's been, and everybody just keeps telling me stick with it, stick with it. You're going to love where the story goes. I am to the point right now where nine S is missing. And I had, I just got a scanner that I have to use to go find him, like find his black box or something. And Christina, my producer says that I'm coming up on a, on a pretty big story beat. So I'm excited to see where that goes. But, uh, I'm, it's just one of those I'm not super stoked about having to play through two or three more times to really see the full story. Uh, apparently, there's like 27 different endings in this game.
2: Yeah, uh, but I mean, there's a lot. You get a lot of endings when you get to the very, very last mission of the actual like third playthrough. You can just go back and do that last fight and make a different decision and get a different ending. There's, there's right. endings you get for like weird, weird reasons. But I mean, I don't know. I'm playing it for the fourth time through and I I never do that on a game so right now I'm doing every side mission because side missions give you a lot of xp and a lot of cash Mm -hmm. so I don't know dude I'm I'm so sucked into the story and I feel bad for a listener watching me I'm just like dicking around in the fucking desert running around looking for And every every time I see a little glowy thing I have to go over and pick it up even though it's even though it's like plant seeds or whatever it is (laughs) I feel
0: like everything I'm picking up I don't know what to do with it I, I know that there's like resources you can use to upgrade but yeah yeah, I, like, yeah. I, I want to upgrade my pods, and it tells me I need these materials that I have no idea what they are or where yeah. they are or where to farm them.
2: Like, you'll get the um, mushrooms from the forest. Like I, know I got, got some of those. Okay. Yeah, there's I, – I can't upgrade any of my pods right now. I don't even have any of that – any of those ingredients. I haven't been moving far enough. But there's just – I found a pod, though. Like,
0: in the desert, I found one just lying on a sand dune somewhere that lets me shoot missiles, which is kind of cool.
2: hmm Yeah, you can – yeah, that that one's pretty cool I just changed to that one I have that one so I have two pods I changed that one to my car I, all car like the the skin of it to like cardboard so it looks like cardboard box floating around follow me have <laughs> you done that no I haven't go into your items and look at your items for uh, I think it's like key items or something there's some mm-hmm. stuff in there you could change your the look of your thing to cardboard or well, that sounds fun yeah or you can just fl- have a book floating around and every time you shoot the book opens up and just <laughs> it's firing. It's it's kind of neat, man. I guess that's from the old NieR game. I haven't played the old NieR game. Have you played NieR, Casey? I have not. <sighs> Damn, it's hard to explain. Okay, so so I don't know the original NieR game, but NieR Automata, so this is way in the future, like thousands of years, right? Right, Scott?
0: I think it's 3000 something.
2: It's 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 way in the future. So robots take over Wait, was it like robots invade Earth? Well, there were there were
0: aliens that invaded Earth. Okay. And the human and they left a bunch of robots to keep fighting off the humans who have now escaped to the moon and kept them from trying to take back the planet. So humanity is now living on the moon. Um and there are these androids with a group called Yorha that are basically sent on missions and reconnaissance missions to try to, to go figure out what's going on and to set up defenses and attack units where they need to and uh, apparently, and again, I haven't finished it, but we're learning what actually happened to the planet along the way. And uh, goes, it even dives into philosophy, you know, like the meaning of life. What does alive mean? Uh, because you know, you, you, you get story beats where uh, there's these. I don't know if this is considered a spoiler, Sean. I don't know if I'm far enough to really spoil this game, but you know, you, you come across robots that are inhabiting the inhabiting the, the planet that are sentient and. You know how did that happen, and why are they taking on human characteristics? And uh, you know, you start developing relationships between these, and uh, it's it's a quirky, weird game, and I have no idea what's going on, but I am intrigued to see where it goes. <laughs>
2: And you go to you go to, you go to one place where all the fucking robots are happy and it's like a carnival twenty four seven and everyone's happy and having a good time and you're like, what is going on here? There's fireworks going off. It looks, yeah, like, it looks like it looks like Disney World. Yeah. Like,
0: am I playing Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, seriously. They've got like the the castle with like spires and stuff and there's fireworks going and people and robots spinning around wearing jester hats throwing confetti. And you're like, I thought you guys were the enemy. What's going on here? And
2: yeah, there's like, there's there's this diff. The music changes. There's roller coasters, and you got some, you got some robots in the corner just revving up. You go up to them, it's like revving up robot, and he's just on his like getting pumped up for some. I don't know what, but it, it's 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 really neat, man. It's there's a lot of cool shit that's hard to to say without spoiling shit because it's really cool to watch it yeah. unravel.
0: Zach tells me that this is the game. The story in this game is a game that people will be talking about for generations. Of consoles, as far as how stories should be told, I haven't seen it yet because it takes a good twelve to fifteen hours to get through that story the first time, and uh, you know apparently thirty hours to see all of it. So it we'll took see me how far. Thirty
2: I... hours to do my first playthrough, but I do a lot yeah. in, my, in the playthroughs, and I didn't even finish all the side shit. But mm-hmm. you can technically run through it fast. You could do a playthrough in like seven hours if you wanted to, even less probably. Like there's, it's pretty quick if you just just do it. But it, well, you it, know it's, me, man. Open good. world games. If there's a marker, I'm going to go oh, clear yes. it and, and get my stuff. So I know. I'm, I'm just killing shit. There's this, like... There's this, like, this ninja dude on top of a roof you go back to and you just keep bringing him parts and he upgrades himself and you have to fight him and he's fucking hard to fight. And then you go get him some more parts and then he upgrades himself and he fights you. And then you, you get good rewards and weapons from him. So, it's worth doing. There you go. Yeah. Awesome game. Awesome game. Ah, near. Woo! Woo! I'm gonna
1: like,
2: play it now. <laughs> you gotta play it. I mean, it's it's good. You have to play it through technically like three times to get all the story, but it's different each time. I I don't even want to explain how it's different, but it's different. <laughs> and it's yeah, not it just... like it's not like the story of like oh let's play Resident Evil once and then and then the second time and it's kind of different. No, there, there's like it's completely different. The third playthrough is different characters, different. It's the same world, different story. It's Way, way different.
0: Just be prepared. It's not. Uh, it's not as accessible as most games. It, it takes a long time to, for the game to really click. At least it did for me. Uh, it, you know, this is the second time I've tried to get in. Actually, third time I've tried to get into it, and I'm forcing myself to go through because Zach won't shut up about it. And I've got to. I've got to play it and see where it goes. But it might, I, it might I'm be over the hump.
2: It might hmm? be Scott. Like I love the be. gameplay. I just. It's I just, not just love me bashing robots, that explode bolts, shoot out. Oh, I have so much fun doing it. So much there fun. There you go, um, Casey. What have you been? What else you've been playing recently? I know you've been streaming some stuff.
1: Well, I just um, I beat Hellblade: Sinuous Sacrifice Ooh. yesterday.
2: That's another game. Scott's gonna go. I didn't finish because something.
1: It's really, really good, um, and it's interesting because uh, Ninja Theory made it to bring, I guess, more awareness to severe psychosis.
2: Mm-hmm. Which was really
1: cool. It was cool to see like the um, the behind the scenes of how they brought the game together and like all the research that went into it, mm. and and how they wanted to make an accurate portrayal of it. Um, if you play it, wear headphones. Yes, wear headset because one hundred percent. I didn't have the opportunity to do that because I couldn't get it to work. But without headphones, it is quite interesting as well. But I'm going to play through it again when I can get my headset to work with it, just to get the full effect but yeah. Yeah.
2: Heads. the spatial spatial sound spatial directional sound.
0: genuinely creepy genuinely I and mean, I, I have surrounds in my basement but even <laughs> that doesn't do it justice you really have to have it in your head with a good set of headphones I just wish that the the game plan I sound like I, I feel like I'm hating in all games today I really am not a game <laughs> hater I just, I just wish the combat was more fun than that
2: no it, the, it pers- is a really basic game as far as combat yeah it's more yeah. of a, it's more of a story that's going on, the aspect of, of mental health and the voices and, you know, these, these voices are talking to you. You've got two voices constantly talking to you in different directions and, and it works out like that. And, but the gameplay is super basic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the strong attack, you have the quick attack, and then you have the block that's it. <laughs> and then the evade and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? <laughs>
2: that's, all, that's all you need. That's such a great game. I remember when it, when it came out, I was like, holy shit, this is only 30 bucks? And I got it and I was super surprised that it felt like a like a full product to me. I mean it is kind of short. You know, it's not it's not a forty hour game like every game, fifty hour games like every game, but man, very very cool. And I I'm, I'm so happy that you know, it's crazy that it came out as a PlayStation exclusive and now Microsoft owns Ninja Theory. Or they don't right. own them, but you know. No, oh, they do. They they own it completely. Like they, they acquired own... them, yeah. That's crazy, right?
0: Well, it's on Game Pass now too, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's so crazy. They came out, it's like, oh, you can only play this on PC and PS4. And then like Microsoft's like, ha, not anymore, bitches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should go back and replay that game and finish it. I, uh, Casey, I actually hit a game-breaking bug in like the final act, <gasps> and, I, and I couldn't progress. So I have no idea how that story ends. And I was so pissed off that I just said, screw this. I'm not playing through it again right now, but
1: oh, my I don't idea. know. There aren't just... any save points. And it's like, no. <laughs>
0: It was something where I jumped down somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be able to jump down, and there was no way to get out. And and it, and I looked it up; it was a known bug. And uh, I I was I was so far through the game. I mean, I was right right near the very end. I, I think one of the levels, the level before was the one where you were walking through, and there were there were like, I don't know, living corpses or something that were lining the walls, and it was yeah, like the moving. sea of corpses.
1: Were you at yeah? The uh, it
0: was right after that when I hit it, so I was real close. From what I hear.
1: Yeah, but, y- you were really close.
0: And there's no way to patch it and go back. Even if I were to go back, now, I wouldn't remember how to play the game. So yeah, I would just you have you to press start at all over.
2: Three buttons. That's it. You press fucking three yeah. buttons. It's not hard <sighs> to remember. I think you should go back. Maybe they patched it. Maybe you just sat at the very end, you could just beat it in an hour. And see, I just if
0: I were gonna, no, nah, I just yeah. if I were going to, I'd just go back and play it on Xbox. Because number one, I have to pay for it. Number two, we get achievements.
2: So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It might also look actually look better. Like near near runs at double the frame rate on Xbox One X. So I'm mm-hmm. super happy to play it again. Just I, I've i never seen it at sixty frames because I played it on PS4 Pro and it was 30. So I'm yeah, it's cool. Cool doing I that. forgot you're a frame rate snob. Dude, when you're <laughs> talking about 30 versus 60, I mean look at Kingdom Hearts 3. That I mean it runs smooth. It's 60. That's awesome. So, would you recommend it? Would you recommend people checking it out, you guys?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, it's
0: definitely worth
2: checking out.
1: Especially the story. Like that's and the mythology behind it. Like it's just the mythology alone and just learning about that and seeing what it's like to have like the the voices basically in your head with the headset. That the cool experience and the haunting creepy experience that that mm-hmm. brings is um What's definitely her performance?
2: Like, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. You got God of War, which is similar—a a me- melee-heavy game. Uh, the the main character is carrying around a head, and the head talks. Wait, no, was the head the head was talking in in Hellblade, right? The head talks. Mm, no. Oh, it's just a well, skull in a bag or something.
0: She's carrying around like- the skull of or the the head of like her ex lover or boyfriend or something like that.
1: Her lover that was killed.
2: So, just um, the main character carrying around the head. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It carries around it, the head.
2: You actually learn more about the Norse myth- mythology in Hellblade than you do in God of War, which you think it would be God of War that would teach you more, but. Right. Yeah, you learn a lot of shit, which is kind of cool. Kind of cool to learn something when you play a video game. Doesn't happen with me very often, but I like that other people can learn stuff. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, so real quick, I want to talk about Trials Rising. I haven't played a lot of it, but it just came out this week. I've been playing it. I love the Trials games. Just the, the, just, it's so simple, right? You got brake, you got gas, and then you got this super complex, super difficult, um,
0: Leaning physics,
2: leaning physics, yeah, yeah. So the easy maps are really easy because you just, you know, just do some flips, you have some fun doing them, you land them, and, and the backgrounds are cool. And the new the new game is this Hollywood set you go through, and all of a sudden it turns into aliens shooting at you. Then it turns into like a, a Hollywood, um, uh, Hollywood theme park kind of like behind the scenes film being shot kind of scene thing. And it's really cool, right? But I know when I get further cause I haven't got past the easy tracks there's a lot of easy tracks and I know it's going to get really difficult I'm going to just argh, I'm going to bang my head I already know I can feel it already I can feel it already yeah. there's, there's a training one that took me 12 minutes to beat it's not a very long training thing There's about there's about nine jumps in it it took me about 12 hours to beat and I still got an A plus so that's to tell you how hard the game is right I still got an A plus for doing that in 12 minutes <laughs> I just was it's like, amazing. I was like, vroom, stop, vroom. You know, you keep hitting the B, you're like back. You just go back, back, back to that checkpoint. You're trying to hit one little jump, right? Because you have to wheelie up the thing perfectly, lean perfectly, land perfectly, pull forward perfectly. Like, ah! Have you played Trials games, Casey? She's not there. Casey fall asleep.
1: No, no. Oh, have have I, you played um, any
2: of the Trials games? I have not. Okay, they're frustrating. They're so fun until they get frustrating. And then you want to, you want to just yeah. light yourself on fire.
0: <laughs> I love the I love the trials <laughs> games, and I, I've loved them since the second one. I think I barely played the first one, but uh, they, they are super fun until you hit that wall. Especially if you play like I do, because when you get graded on each run, and unless I get a perfect or not a perfect score, but unless I get the highest score possible, like gold, yeah, like gold or whatever. Or in this case, I think it was a plus, a's and a pluses or something. I I don't want to go on because I just want to go back one more time. Just let me try it one more time. I got it this time. And then eventually you get to a point where it becomes so excruciatingly difficult to get those perfect gold medals, and I just can't not do it anymore. I I do once in a while. I just go on just to see what happens. But they're a blast. Uh, I I actually appreciated the training in this one, too, because they did – I feel like they described how the mechanics work a little bit better in this than they have in previous entries because they teach you how you're supposed to not just mash the gas the whole time. You've got a feather to the gas and how you uh, you, you got to, how to lean appropriately when going up a hill, how to lean appropriately when you're going down a hill to get best speed. Uh, there, there's one training track where it's literally just small bumps over and mm-hmm. over and over again, and they encourage you to do the entire track without leaning. Do it just doing the gas, just to get get used to not constantly pulling the trigger, letting off at the right spots off the jump, and it's... That's something I never knew from the previous games. I mean, I, I didn't just mash the gas the entire time, but uh, how much fidelity it, it, it takes in order to get over some of these jumps that are just acceleration and braking related, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, because sometimes you just hit a jump that shoots you way up in the air. And you you always have those ghosts, right? The the ghosts of whatever, the players, the ghosts that you, you're racing against. You can see what mm-hmm. they're doing, right? That I mean, you can't interact with them. They're just there. There's kind of like a silhouetted... In the but it's a great way to learn
0: because it you is, say, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to you... jump super high because then it takes time to come back down and you're losing precious seconds yeah. when you could just kind of just barely go over the jump and keep going. So.
2: Exactly. And this one has tandem and I want to get Alyssa together to to write tandem because you both – it's going to be so bad and frustrating but it could be really fun, right? You got – there's a – she'd have controls in the back and I have controls in the front. You'd have to work together to go up and down and, and do jumps which seems so frustrating but – it's just yeah. is one of those things you'd just be laughing at, right? It'd be fun.
0: It sounds maddening, but you, I've heard people play it. They say it's it's actually a lot more fun than it sounds. So I'm eager to try that as well.
2: Yeah. Can you do it online, or is it just co-op per, and local? I don't know. I've actually only played the beta, so I
0: haven't, haven't played uh-huh. the proper game yet. It's installed on my system, though, so I will put some more time into it for
2: sure. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's just, just for the this, this spectacle of the backgrounds and the way the ramps are, and me and Scott might try to chase those golds in some cases. And that can get a little frustrating because you're like, oh, I was one second off You go do the whole track again just to get one second faster. And But it's cool because that second time, usually you will do it, right? You No, okay, hit, it's,
0: I, it's like the 400th time for me that I finally uh, get it.
2: You're like, yeah, if I slow <laughs> down here, I can hit this jump because like, a lot of times you'll hit a, a big jump and there's a track on top or below, but you're like, oh, I don't have to hit it hard. I can hit it low. I can hit it at less speed, hit that track below, but it, it's actually a shortcut.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love trials and I hate it. I did too. <laughs> I love the fact that it's cheap. Because <laughs> you don't have to pay sixty dollars to get frustrated at a game. It's like twenty-five bucks.
1: Twenty-five yep. bucks, that's not
2: bad. Yeah, really, really cool. There's the there's the one, uh the blood dragon one. That was a lot of fun. It turns into like a side scrolling shooter for a little bit, then you jump on a bike, and that seemed a lot easier. It was more accessible yeah. to new players. Trials
0: of the Blood Dragon.
2: Yeah, there you go. That was cool. That was cool. Uh Scott, what else have you been playing, man? Uh, I got
0: a review copy for a game called Treasure Stack. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing it on Xbox One. This is a, a puzzle game that reminds me very much of I don't know if you guys ever played Wario's Woods back on the, like the original Nintendo back in the day. Um, imagine a puzzle game where, and by puzzle game I mean like a Tetris style puzzle game. Uh, so you've got like these different things that are falling from the screen, either treasure chests or keys, and they're all color coded. So they will be either green, purple. Or blue, I think are the are the are the colors, but instead of like a traditional game where you are moving those pieces left and right to match three, you are instead a little physical character at the bottom of the screen that picks up things that have already fallen and placing them in new places to make the make them match up. Which sounds like hey, that sounds like a great way to play a puzzle game. You know what I mean? Like you just pick up the pieces and move them wherever you want to. Unfortunately, your character only jumps as high as one or two of the. Of the the items, so if you stack things too high, you can't jump over them anymore. You instead have to you can press down and like wind wind up on the top of the of the uh, stack. But the issue I have with this game is there's not really like a campaign or a um, like in games like this. I feel like it's fun when you have a campaign where you're going up against some computer opponents because this is very much a versus game where you are playing against somebody else. And when you and when you uh, clear items, it puts bad stuff on the other character side and that's what this game is all about it's nothing but a versus game and I, i played one match online with somebody and i won but it wasn't super satisfying like the only way you can clear items here is to match up the correct colored key with the correct colored chest so the idea is you want to stack up like as many green chests as you can so they're all touching and then hit a key to them and they all clear and then cascade into into further higher points and stuff like that so it's a clever concept. I just feel like it's a little bit frustrating in uh, in its control scheme and how limited you are with your little character that you move around. Um, it takes a while to to master the controls, but it's a it's a clever little game. It's just not one that I'm going to stick with or play a ton more of in the future.
2: Oh yes, yeah, so I'm watching a video on YouTube right now. This is not what I expected. So it's, yeah, it's like a, a vertical column, like mm-hmm. like Tetris or Doctor Mario, and you got your little character running around. It's, Thrown around boxes and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of. I love puzzle man. games. It looks all frantic. Right, but, I, mean, I don't know if this video is in. I don't know if this is an actual speed or if it's in fast forward, but it looks super fast. It is
0: fast. Is it? And, you know, I'm not even against these uh, these type of games where you go against somebody. But one of my favorite puzzle games of all time was on the Super Nintendo. It was called Tetris Attack. Which was very much, instead of pieces falling, it was, they were coming from the bottom. I think they were coming from the bottom. But you actually would switch to back and forth. Kind of like uh, Puzzle Quest. only would only go vertic- or horizontally. And the way that campaign was set up was you were playing against a villain. And you just had to beat that villain. This doesn't even have that. Your only option is to de- either do unlimited mode just to see how far you can go. Which I'm I'm not a big fan of like racing against the clock ever in any kind of games. Mm-hmm. So really, the only thing you can do is play online with people, and uh, I'm just not compelled enough to uh, get my ass handed to me because you know how it goes playing online. Unless you are an expert, you're gonna have a bad time.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Have you
0: played Tetris 99? I haven't, but I really want to. But I'm also scared to because I saw somebody playing it that actually won, and it gets freaking insane by the end of that match, and I just don't know if I could survive. But
2: nah, probably uh, not. Battle—I Roy- hate battle royale altogether. I just hate one yeah. versus a hundred or whatever it is. I—I I, uh, I don't like that, man. <laughs> oh man,
0: I, I didn't either until Apex. Apex Legends is great.
2: Yeah, maybe if I'll play with friends, but I still—I feel Apex to me is just like Fortnite, just like Black Ops or Black Blackout. To me, it feels like all the same kind of shit. I don't know. I just, it, it's more fresh. It takes the fun out of it and becomes way too serious for me. Yeah. It's like, hey, I, guys, I mean, do you guys like playing wrong, video I... games? Well, you might like this, but let's get serious all of a sudden. You only get one life. How long did you live? And I'm like, I just want to shoot, 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 die, respawn, shoot, shoot, shoot. Like, I, I, I don't want the repercussions of dying. I just want to die and I, it's okay. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this treasure tracker, treasure treasure stack, sorry. um, I, You gotta respect that they're taking a formula that's been done a million times, but it looks different. When I watch the video, I feel like, okay, I see where this came from, where its influences came from, but this is new.
0: It's stressful because I haven't figured out a strategy of what I want to do. Like, do I want to just stack all my green ones over here and then take the blue ones off top and make a new stack of blue ones? It's just, it's... Because that's not going to work either because you want to be able to set up a cascade where things will drop and then make other things happen. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a simple match three because you can match up 14 green chests, but they're not going to do anything until you have them touch a green key. So it's not just you're, you're, you're juggling two different things at one time and mm-hmm. it's, it's
2: stressful. Yeah, I totally get that. It seems super stressful. Scott, you're stressing mm-hmm. me out just talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. Casey, have you played any puzzle games lately?
1: uh puzzle I'm, just, games? I'm
2: just kidding to, let's not talk about puzzle games one puzzle game per podcast <laughs> what else have you played casey
1: well um before hellblade it was the evil within
2: yeah the, the, the first one first right
1: same. yeah the first one
2: that, that's um, a good game
1: that's i a hard have a game. Love- hate relationship with it it's no i thought Okay, if you ever go and see some of my streams of that game, you will see me get upset,
0: do, do <laughs> I curse. rage, do you curse me rage stream. quit.
1: <laughs> it made me upset at certain points of it because I don't know. Like I'm not much of a horror game person, but I will brave through it just to stream it if. Enough people want me to stream it, and people voted for the evil within. So I was like, Well, oh, let's you do never this.
2: leave it in the hands because they know exactly why. They're like, All right, this is a b- you know, if you had to put Dark Souls, they would have probably put that over it because they want you- they want to see you suffer.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what I was doing. I was just like, No, I don't want to open this door because I know what's going to happen. And the same villain, this I call her the Spider Lady, I know she's got a name, but I kept. I thought I was done with the spider lady the first time. And then I soon realized, nope, not done with the spider lady the second time. And then the third time, I don't know what it is, about like zombies in the form of like spiders. I hate spiders. <laughs> I think that just made it worse. But yeah, I mean, somebody told me that it was different than other zombie games because they're just, they're not the typical zombie, but I will lose it if a zombie runs at me <laughs> and I'm already like, not really good at, um, first person or like shooter games so that you're taking my biggest weakness and putting me in a zombie game on top of that um, a survival horror game to play by myself in the dark and it's like no because i tried as a side note i tried like resident evil 7 and i was like nope in vr <laughs> no it's got too real but yeah me and horror games it's a to love hate but i'm Beating it, it had a it has an interesting story to it, so I feel like it's worth it. My dog is like knocking everything down, Um, (laughs) but yeah, um, Evil Within. It was, I say, it was well worth the journey. But yeah, it's a hard game. Yeah.
0: Did you finish it? Yeah. Oh okay. You gonna go on the second one?
1: I I was gonna stream the second one, but right now I'm watching somebody else play it, and I. It looks like the second one is even better than the first one. So, I like Ooh. the way that they set up the second one. The zombies are creepier in the second one, and you have more freedom to roam in the second one.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not open world, but it's kind of got these sections, these big sections you can kind of explore. I like the second one a lot better. The first one felt like unfair, fairly hard. And then the second one was... It was a lot better, and I felt more engaged in that story with his daughter who like burned down in the house or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I felt I felt more engaged with that story, which is it, it was cool. It was really good. The second one I, th- I felt was like miles better than the first. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Are the
1: zombies harder to kill in the second one? Because I feel like they were
2: easier to kill in the first one. Ah uh, shit! I don't know. I'll be honest. I think I dropped it down to easy because I didn't want. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with that pressure of the. I didn't want to deal deal with the hard game with the zombies with the super duper limited ammo. I'm not a fan of super limited ammo in games. I hate it. <laughs> I hate when you have to like. I got nine bullets and I gotta take down this this thing that takes seven. So you gotta hit seven headshots. I hate. I hate limited ammo. Did
1: you yeah. put auto aim on? <laughs>
2: No, no, I don't think I did that. <laughs> okay. Do they have auto aim?
1: They do. The aim, the gun, which I don't know. I tried that in the first one because I'm horrible at first-person shooters, and if I was streaming it, I'm like, I need all the help I can get just to complete this game. Because, <laughs> wow. um, No, uh, even that doesn't really affect the game. I mean, still, I aiming mean, is still quite a thing in the first one, even though you have it helping you. Um, I don't know. The zombies, um, they I don't know. They're just they're creepier in the second one, and I can't remember what I was gonna say about the first one. <laughs> but yeah, there was one point, and oh yeah, the the first one, um, trying to go through like the farmland and the, and once you have you don't have any ammo, you have to rely on your fists, which really don't do anything. And I don't know even even know why that's an upgrade, even in the first game because <laughs> fists don't do anything. And the bottles don't do anything. And in the second one, you actually have a knife you can carry around. And you can actually add bottles to your inventory to craft. It's interesting how they...
2: The knives are one-time use, aren't they? Or is that, you have... or is that Resident Evil?
1: Um, I'm, well, I just know by um, seeing the second one, or clips of the second one, that you get to a certain point where you fight... You see the main villain for the first time, and he throws a knife at you, and you pull it out of your out of you as you're being chased by like that creepy again like somewhat similar to a spider lady with a chainsaw um and you have a knife you can carry around um I'm not sure if that's like something that disappears later in the Mm -hmm. game but for like the time being in the beginning of the game you have like this big hunting knife which is cool.
2: Oh that's cool. I can't remember it's been a while since I played it but I remember liking it a lot more. You know and speaking of auto aim I did play another game that it's all auto auto aim, which is Crackdown 3. And I played a little bit of that. I don't have a lot of good things to say about it. A lot, a lot of people are trying to stick up for it, acting like it's some great game. I think it's oh, it's mindless. Doesn't it doesn't, you know, it doesn't involve I don't have to be super involved. I, it doesn't demand too much of me. I, I think it's just a kind of lame, low budget game, and people are happy because they're playing it for free on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. If I paid for it, I would be super upset. Because that game yeah. is, is super, it's pretty lame. <laughs> I, I just, I'll be honest, I think it's pretty lame, but I wasn't upset because I didn't have to pay for it.
0: I think one thing that they missed up with that game is they, they do the, the Metroid thing at the beginning where they strip you of all of the power-ups in, that you got from Crackdown 2,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then, but they jump you into the gameplay with nothing. So you have no idea what you're shooting for unless you were just a hardcore crackdown person that's played them from the beginning. You know, you, you, I, I wanna see what I'm collecting these orbs for because they they move up your stats so incrementally, it doesn't feel like you're moving any faster when you get a little one. Just a little one, little one, little one. Eventually you do, but it happens at, at such small at such a small rate, you never you, you don't feel like a god. I wanna I wanna have that feeling at the beginning where I feel like a god and then start over. But even outside of that. And I'm not knocking the game because a lot of people do love it, and they f- and I think I read an article that said that the game expects nothing of you, and to some degree that's fair because it doesn't take a lot of brain that's power, not it doesn't a take a lot of. My
2: book, that's a that's a <laughs> game that's so lame that anyone can play it.
0: But sometimes a game like that isn't a bad thing where you can just mindlessly just go blow stuff up. I'm okay with that <laughs> once but in a while. Of,
2: okay, Just Cause does that too, and Just Cause to me got got pretty boring pretty fast. Mm -hmm. I only played Just Cause 3 though I'll be honest Uh, Crackdown 3 yes but you know what Towards the end of the game since I was just strolling through it It gets really overly hard The last couple Mm -hmm. missions Like really hard because I wasn't properly leveled Right And we're not going to say it doesn't demand anything of you Because it does It does get pretty hard if you're not If you haven't been just running around blowing shit up But the whole auto aim theme It just makes it Unengaging the, yeah, hear the, you. the auto aiming. You just run around. You just pull the left trigger, pull the right trigger. That's it. That's it. That's all you do.
0: My thing is that uh, the agility orbs are are you know fun to collect. Those mm-hmm. are that's always been a staple, especially since well since the first crackdown game. And in the opening area, I love scouring the map just looking for these agility orbs. Uh, and in this one. I cleared the first area, got all of them. There was like maybe 25 of them or something. And then I get to the next area and it says, now there's 76 of them. I, I, and I just I just tapped out. Because I like to play games that way, but if I got to collect 76 of them and some of them are hidden and it, it just, oh. I don't know. And then I can't reach some of them because I don't have enough agility to to jump high enough to get it. I don't know which ones I can reach right now. I'm a very checklist-oriented person when it comes to an open-world game, and I and I like to check things off. And if you put something on my checklist that I can't physically go go do right now, I, I I'm not going to go do it until I have until I have the ability to do all that. But I need those orbs in order to be able to do all that. So it's like a vicious cycle for me.
2: Yeah. So I didn't do a whole lot of collecting of orbs.
0: I did in the original. It was fun. It was great to go around the city and collect them and feel you, you eventually feel awesome.
2: Yeah, Where you Row find those. I, are, I record. I yeah. got all nine hundred or whatever it is in Saints Row Four, or maybe it was the Gat Out of Hell. I don't know. It was one of the Saints Row games. So there was like nine hundred of them, and I got them all, every single one. Wow! I, I like Saints lot. Row. Saints Row was was a lot more fun to me.
1: It felt it more hilarious. like a
2: shooter. Crackdown doesn't feel like a shooter to me. It feels like a auto aim buffet. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, Terry Crews is is criminally underused. Like, you have this awesome opening scene with him where he's Terry Cruz it up. And then the game starts and all you get are like an occasional, like, let's go from him. And that's it. Yeah. Because you don't even have to play as Terry Crews. You can play as anybody else. And why would you pick anybody but Terry Crews?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can totally tell they're just like, we got to get this game out. You know, it's been too many delays. Like people are talking too much shit on this game. Let's just put it out. Like, whatever it is. Look, look. It's a, it's a five out of ten. It's a fun, playable five out of ten, right? Six out of ten. I'll give yeah. it a six. Let's give it a six. Because it's not unplayable and it's not trash. It's just very uneventful. That's all. That's all I could take from it. Is it's uneventful and know, people are probably mad right now listening, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I played through it. I played the whole game. So that that's one thing. I played through it and basically played through it until i was done i played you played through the whole crackdown 3 yeah i played through it i started at night i played like two hours and i woke up the next morning and just played through it until i was done so it's not trash or else i would i wouldn't have got that far like so it was i had moments where it was fun it just felt kind of generic it felt like a ouya game right (laughs) that's what i got from it This feels like a mobile game on the on 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 my xbox it was a cool mobile game. But uh yeah. I don't know what I got to say about Crackdown, guys. This is Crackdown. You know, it's got crack in the name, it's gotta do something right. <laughs> like, like Crack has been the has been the the magic to so many situations, right? Am I right, Scott? Yeah. <sighs> <Am I right? laughs> Scott's a crackhead, he doesn't (laughs) tell anybody (laughs) Look at him, he weighs like 43 pounds I better not be a crackhead Otherwise I'd be in big trouble at work Um, Yeah, no, no, that's Definitely I was just fucking around, I shouldn't say that stuff Man, get people in trouble (laughs) Yeah. Someone's gonna go, you know what I heard about Scott (laughs) Uh, Let's see right here Uh, 109, I'll take that out Uh. (laughs) You don't have
0: to take it out
2: So, um, Casey Have you played anything else recently?
1: um well um spyro remake
2: oh tell me about that i never played any spyro games but they look cool when i, when I looked at the remake it looked kind of neat
1: spyro was like a huge part of my childhood like i played spyro all the time as a kid and crash bandicoot and i was really excited that they were um, remaking the game and upon playing it within the first like five minutes i wanted to cry happy tears so there Aww. you go it's so beautiful it's seriously like it's beautiful a beautiful game they did a really good job on it and it's cool the attention to detail because if you blow fire it scorches like all the grass around you and it takes a while for it to like go back to normal and the enemies um well the bosses like ripto um all of that like it's just the attention to detail and the the first couple of games you know a long time ago. Cause it came out like 1998. Like they were all block as far as graphics go. And it's oh, really yeah. cool to see like the huge makeover that they had and like money bags. They all look more animal <laughs> instead of block, <laughs> but I don't know. It's a beautiful game and it's cool. Cause it's, if you get the disc, which I got the disc, all three games are on that disc, which is nice. It's all compact. Um, so
0: I thought someone some, required a download.
1: Um, some um I I didn't have to like I had to download it upon like installing it into the PlayStation 4, but um I'm not sure about like you yeah, talking the about the
0: big kerf- fluffle was that like the, only the first game was on a disc and then you had to be connected to a network and download the second two games.
1: we were
0: oh. all upset about that.
1: Oh <laughs> I didn't um I didn't notice anything like that. So I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was, it's such a huge problem. It's making everybody upset to the point where Casey didn't even notice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like I just inserted the disc. And I was like, okay, well, I'll come back because I'm used to like you know, I put my disc in. I'm used to it. Like taking time to install to my my PlayStation, and I just come back and I'm like, oh, it's done. Like <laughs> it's funny the right things that people it.
2: get upset about, right? Like who cares? <laughs> like who's who's playing their PS4 or whatever without it. I guess somebody's right out there playing it with not hooked up to internet. I yeah, I can't discount that. Some people might not have internet, but then how does DR, DRM work? Can you even play a PS4? I don't know. What? Scott, do you know? know. Can you play I'd... a PS4 if you have no network at all?
0: You can, yeah. You don't have to oh, be connected really? to the internet. Oh, okay. Okay, then that makes but, sense. I
2: can see why. But in this
0: game in this case, if you don't have internet, you're only gonna play Spyro one
2: okay, if you've got that game. Okay, I can see why people would be angry. So I'll take mm-hmm. that back. I totally <laughs> take that back. I could totally see that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, watching the Crash Bandicoot remake, it was cool to see all that redone, and you're like, wow, this makes Crash Bandicoot look relevant right now. And um, I know that, uh, you know, when when they did uh, Ratchet & Clank, you're like, holy shit, this looks really good. You know, on the new systems, it feels like a current game, playing Ratchet & Clank. And what's that other one? It's another platformer they're redoing right now. Do you guys know which one it is? Jack and Daxter?
0: Oh, yeah, Jack and Daxter.
2: I never played those games, but you know they I could be interested if they redo it, make it good, make it look cool, and kind of kind of newer graphics, make it look appealing to me.
1: Well, also, Spyro sold more copies than Fallout seventy six. I saw.
2: <laughs> oh, Fallout seventy six. Oh, that game is. Uh...
0: I can't talk smack about. It. I haven't played it, but there's a reason I didn't play it. I was gonna buy it until they told us what it was and it was nothing that i wanted to play so
2: yeah i mean right now in cd keys you can get copies for 17 bucks so guys if you guys want to play fallout 76 fall i like fallout but fallout is a i'm a survivor in a wasteland by myself you know do they even have the vat system in the new one can you do I that? can't
0: speak to that. I haven't played it. I've heard they have a modified version of it, but I can't
2: speak to it. Dumb. That's dumb, right? You want you want to go? Okay, I want to shoot this guy right here. Okay, I got an eight percent chance of shooting him in the face, but I can go for his leg. Got a ninety-eight percent chance. You know that that VAT system's cool for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so cool. Just numbers and percentage that always inter- entertains me for some reason. But yeah, Fallout seventy-six. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they'll make something cool out of it. Maybe a year from now it's something cool and people are p- picking it up, but they're not selling copies, so it's kind of, that sucks.
0: They are talking about uh, they've got a bunch of DLC stuff and changes happening to the game that are supposed to make it cooler. I don't know what they are, but uh, a lot of my team has been talking about how they're making strides and uh, righting some wrongs, And but uh, I, I feel like it's, it's still too late for a lot of people. It's not the new hotness anymore.
2: No, no. That sucks because... It's well, Next year they're gonna come out. Bethesda's gonna come out, right? What's his name? Todd something. Todd Howard. Todd Howard's gonna come out and just make fun of. He, it's funny because they'll come out. He'll make fun of them. They'll make fun of themselves, right? They'll come out. Mm-hmm. First thing they'll do is go. So Fallout seventy six dropped, huh? <laughs> you know, he'll, he'll come out at a conference and he just, He's not. He's not afraid to make fun of himself. Totally. Of, which is which is kind of cool, but it kind of sucks because just makes them seem like they can fuck up. Who thought? that that was a good idea. <laughs> Some people love it, man. Some people so, really yeah, do. I guess. I guess. Because I, I thought Elder Scrolls Online was going to be an amazing idea because I loved Elder Scrolls and I'm like, oh, they're making an MMO of it. But it wasn't for me when I checked it out. And me I either. I think a lot of people didn't like it. But then now it's like a thing, though. Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. Online is like a thing people are playing constantly. So.
1: There's like a clip of um, Fallout glitches, Fallout 76 glitches on YouTube and it was Interesting, watching that and seeing like yeah. light shining out of the ground, and then like
0: <laughs> people people spawning in nothing but their underwear.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, nice! Is that a glitch or is that a or is that oh, a, a mod? Yeah, is that a mod? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: there was like another thing of um, using like the dragon from Skyrim as like some sort of creature in Fallout. Like they, they just use that same. Oh, that sounds cool. Model and put it into. <laughs> Fallout 76. I was like, what's this huge flying thing? Looks a lot like the dragon from Skyrim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Same exact one. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's like, Oostra! Or whatever Did they doing. You know, they do those, those, ma- those you know, those call-out magic things, you know. Oh, da! <laughs> uh, Did awesome. you ever
0: see the Skyrim mod where they replaced all the dragons with... uh Macho Man Randy Savage. No, no.
1: I saw the Thomas yeah. the Train one, but I didn't know there's a Macho Man. Oh my gotta god!
0: Gotta go watch it. It's so funny. These dragons fly over. It's like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And he actually says quips like while he's breathing fire. He's got my Randy Savage's face. It's great. Long, long hair. It, you gotta go look it up on oh, YouTube. I'm seeing it right
2: now. <laughs> I am seeing, right seeing it right now. Yeah, that very first scene where the dragon first comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fast forwarding it because I know he's coming. Where's he at? The he's
0: just he's got the hat on and everything you gotta check it out with sound after we're done recording because man that is hilarious <laughs> oh
2: what he says something differently too oh yeah
0: he says the they took the lines they actually recorded the lines that he says and the dragon says it while he's breathing fire oh, on you Oh, i gotta play it <laughs> you're gonna <should> actually <laughs> play it on
2: here He's just shooting fireballs. No, not working. What in oblivion is that? Centuries. what do you see? It's in the Say something. Yeah! It's uh, it looks crazy. He's got a long neck. He's got the the whole face, the glasses. That you know, he's like a dragon, but with mo- that's pretty funny. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
1: They did one with the Slenderman game, and they turned it into Shrek and floating shoes of.
2: Nice. And they play
1: Smash Mouth in slow motion <laughs> whenever he comes near. <laughs>
0: You talked about Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. They did that in Resident Evil Two re- uh, this past week. Somebody replaced oh. Mister X with Thomas the Tank Engine. Like,
2: oh, really? I saw the yeah. one where he's just in
0: his underwear. He's
2: in like a speedo.
0: I didn't see that one. Yeah, he's there's something the so funny about Thomas the Tank Engine with this grin on his face, just coming through the hall.
2: Oh, Dude, the, the Thomas the Train is freaky as shit.
0: Shining Time Station. Man, Dude. that show was weird. Ah, George Carlin was on that show. Did you know that? Really? He he was the conductor on Shining Time Station originally before
2: he died. a uh, wow. uh, friend of mine Jules Dion she, uh she voices um I wish I could tell you right now. I wish I could tell you. She voices one of the trains. Really? Yeah, I wish I I uh, I'll tell you right now. It's it's current. She does the show currently. She does uh Emily. Ah, so oh, like, very cool and mavis she was the voice of um of faith in the first mirror's edge oh there you go yeah didn't even know they switched the second one it was so good Over we did the second one was so good i didn't even know i was like oh i didn't even know they changed yeah. the voice i just played it yeah that's cool you guys have anything else notable you want to talk about before we wrap it up i thought you
0: wanted to talk about far
2: cry i haven't talked oh talk about far cry i haven't played it yet
0: I swear, Casey, I am not a negative person when it comes to reviewing games. If you listen to my podcast, I am usually very positive about the games I've been playing. uh, But I had issues with Far Cry New Dawn. I am a huge Far Cry fan. I didn't start the series until Far Cry 3. I played 3, 4, 5, and um, what was the the caveman one?
2: Uh, Uh, What was that one called?
0: Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal. So I played all four of those, loved them. And you go into Far Cry New Dawn, which is the first to actually follow up after the events of a previous game. And I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end of Fallout 5, but go play that game, because that ending, I hated the first time I saw it. And then after I talked about it, I started to appreciate it more. And uh, that leads into the events of Far Cry New Dawn. So you were in the same map that you were on Far Cry 5, but the place is completely uh, just decimated from the events that happened in far cry five and so it's kind of fun to go back and see some of these landmarks that you saw in the previous game but they're just completely destroyed and uh it's 17 years in the future and and uh, people are trying to get their life back together and you've got these two villains or they're, they're uh twins mickey and help me out sean what's the name of the other one I don't know, to be honest. Oh my gosh, I feel embarrassed. I don't remember the other twin's name. But these two, you know, Far Cry is always predicated on their villains. Their villains are always fantastic. And these villains are very interesting to watch. But they just feel very under underused. Like uh, when you had like Pagan Men or Voss or uh, Joseph Seed in Five, he was always talking in your ear or there was always this, you know, whenever you liberate outposts and stuff, he's always talking to you. There wasn't nearly as much of it in this game. Uh my issue with this game is it feels the least from a Far Cry game than any others in the series. I mean, the, the core tenants are there. You've got uh, you know, Outposts to liberate. You've got weapons that you're picking up and vehicles and all that good stuff. But in the original Far Cry games, you can just pretty much do whatever you want. You're not forced to do anything. And in Far Cry New Dawn, you cannot progress. You literally cannot progress until you have certain weapons and certain upgrades and, and all that. So, do you remember liberating outposts in Far Cry? It was it was super fun. Oh to yeah, try to do it course, stealthy. Yeah. I always did it with like a sniper rifle or a, or a silent bow and arrow. Oh yeah, taking a silent, out these guys.
2: Sniper rifle. Ugh, oh yeah, so satisfying. So
0: much fun. In this game, once you liberate an outpost, you have the option to scavenge the outpost, which basically resets the outpost at a higher level of difficulty, and you cannot do the second or third or fourth tier of that without. Having better weapons because the weapons that you have are just like pea shooters against these villains. Headshots—you can headshot somebody that barely takes a sliver of their health. It's just—it's ridiculous, and it's—it's so frustrating. You and normally I'm a person that likes to clear the map and do everything. I felt zero drive to go through and clear everything off this map. I just wanted this game as done as quickly as possible. I actually didn't finish it because I hit a wall where I needed the. You, you've got four different tiers of weapons that are, that are color, color-coded. And in order to have a chance against the final boss, our bosses, you have to have these legendary weapons. But in order to unlock these legendary weapons, you have to have enough ethanol, which is the currency in the game that you use to upgrade your home base. Uh, and you have to have these legendary weapons and you can't unlock those legendary weapons until your base is built up enough. You can't build up the base enough until you get ethanol. You can't get ethanol unless you ha- liberate enough outposts at these higher tire- higher tiers. So it just becomes this open world game that forces you to do everything. And at the end, I finally had enough currency to unlock these, these weapons and I go to unlock these weapons and they require me to have a bear skin. Tell me how it makes sense for me to have a bear skin To have a weapon that launches saw blades, it it makes zero sense whatsoever. And so, I go and kill a bear. I take the skin back and try to unlock this weapon, and it's the wrong bear skin. I don't have the right bear skin. (laughs) And at this point, I just said, "Screw it! I am done with this game." I was actually at one of the final bosses, and I just didn't—I didn't finish it because I had it wasn't fun to do the outposts anymore. The outposts are are, uh, are—it's impossible to not get spotted because. In previous Far Cry games, you headshot a guy, he's down. In this one, you only down an enemy with a headshot if you have the right weapon. I feel like even if you had like a regular sniper rifle in Far Cry 3, 4, or 5, you could still headshot a guy uh, with accuracy and down him. And now it's just like he sets off the alarm, and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed and you can't do anything, you've got to start the whole thing over again.
2: Yeah, I don't. that seems a little different from the other Far Cry's.
0: And it's too bad because I was super pumped for this game, more Far Cry, and and the the game size you can really beat it in like twelve hours. Although again I didn't beat it, but I was near the I was in the second to last boss, and it was like maybe ten twelve hours something like that. It feels more like a DLC, and it doesn't feel like it has the polish and love that the others do. So um, I think forty dollars is a real is real steep for this, but there is some fun to be had. There's some interesting uh, interactions, and it's fun to see those landmarks, but that progression just does not feel like Far Cry to me and it was so frustrating. I was I was texting Chris Behrensmeyer on my show because he beat it and I'm like why do I have to have a bear skin? To, like, why? Like it, it makes sense for something if you want to have like extra armor to make the game easier but to force me to actually have to have those things in order mm-hmm. to be able to have a chance is is ludicrous.
2: Yeah, it just... I Casey is
0: laughing just... at me how, how angry I'm getting.
1: No, no, <laughs> People were laughing at me when I was mad about Evil Within, but yeah, like, I'm I'm laughing at the the logic of fair skin versus you need this in order to See, have yeah. a fair shot at the end of the game, and See, it's like, what?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, that <laughs> problem usually, Scott, I think it's when you you're not having the entire fun you want to have with the game and you want to get to the end, but you have to do these obstacles to get to the end. Right. like yep. so, but if, if you loved it that much, you wouldn't care because you'd want to do those obstacles freely. You'd just be like, let's go do this cool shit, and then I'll get to the end eventually. But some games you just want to get through it, and then there's these obstacles that slow you down. Crackdown three did the same shit to me. Like t- you have to beat all these things in the area to unlock that boss and you go fight him. Then you go to the next area, you do all these things that it needs, and you unlock the boss. And I just I just wanted to go do story shit. I didn't want to have to do the same stuff over and over and over. To unlock what I need to be, what needs to be done, I just wanted to play a story and do that, which could have made yep. Crackdown Three funner. I don't know if that's how you're feeling about about Far Cry. I'm still gonna play it though. I'm actually looking forward to it. When Alyssa goes back home next week, she she bought it as well. We're gonna play it. We'll just do co-op the whole game.
1: Well, like maybe
2: that's the answer.
1: When you're talking about that, that's kind of why I got a little bit frustrated with Kingdom Hearts Three with cutscene after cutscene because. It wasn't giving me the option to go explore more because I actually at one point thought it was taking me toward the end of the game, and I swear it was like 15 different cutscenes, um, without a pause in between. Because in the old games, you could go back to the world map and go do whatever you needed in between, like those big events, to where you can level up, do some extra stuff um and then go to the end of the game and that was a concern with kingdom hearts 3 is like it's cutscene after, cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene and it's like no it's forcing me to advance further in the game when i don't want to go there yet and i want to go get the mickey emblems and stuff because that alters things and yeah like it's frustrating when a game forces you along a path that you don't want to go on and you want to take some extra time to do other things
0: especially when it's an open world game which yeah. by its very definition screams, do whatever you want in the sandbox. And I can't because you're making me go through these unfun hoops in order to have that fun. And by the time I get there, I just don't care
2: anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where you you don't want to be. Yeah, you got to (laughs) have that balance, too. It's sometimes it's not always the game's fault. It might be your fault. Like, Casey, it might be your fault. You (laughs) want to go do that. Or, Scott, it might be your fault because you just want to get to the (laughs) Mm -hmm. end. But sometimes, some games, you just need to find a better balance with you, right? Like, Skyrim's a good balance. Skyrim is like This humongous game, but if you just want to hit story shit, you can hit interesting story stuff and be done with it in 15 hours. Mm -hmm. Or you could do all this other stuff, but you really can play that game at your own pace. Like nothing is moving you forward or keeping you back at any point. You just do it.
0: And some people take issue with that because you've got this overarching story going on in Skyrim, right? Which I don't even remember what it was Not at me this either. point because I did the meat and potatoes of that game for me. The fun parts of that game were the side quests. They were incredible stories. The overarching story with the dragons, I don't even remember what it was. I had so much fun just going to becoming a vampire or, or becoming a werewolf, <laughs> I think it was. And joining these brotherhoods and a leveling up my character and getting these stats up. That was that was fun. But when you have this overarching story in open world games and then in Far Cry New Dawn, you say, well, let's go uh, do this race through like ride a four wheeler through all these uh, glowing hoops just because, <laughs> you know, I mean that, that, that was that more, that was, that was more of Far Cry 5 than New Dawn, but there's just other things like that that are on the side that are just super dumb to me.
2: Maybe they did that to pad it up a little bit make it feel like it's more of a full game than it really is. To justify the forty dollars price tag, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, forty bucks is not bad, right? Play the game, man. Tell me, tell uh, me that. I'll, I'll tell you that, but I'm going to play the whole thing in co-op, so I might have a different experience. You might, you might. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. Okay, I will. I'll let you know, Scott. I'll send you text messages, <laughs> video clips. Also, I'll let you know a bunch. Oh, what did you think of Metro? By the way, Metro oh, Exodus. I have my hand on this, so I wouldn't forget it. Real quick, Metro Exodus. Have you played the Metro games, Casey?
1: I have not, but they have been recommended to me. It's on my long list of games I need to check out.
2: <laughs> yes, um, I say the first two games are is are better than the new one. I just because the the linear story worked a little better than the open world, but I don't have gripes of the open. The new one's more open world in a sense. Like you have these sections, you could just push the story forward and do what you gotta do. But you also have these. Big open sections where, like, oh my god, there's a lot of shit here, right? It doesn't really hold your hand and and show you what to do, or there's no glowing things going. Oh, there's some, there's something over here to go check out. You really got to go over there and look at stuff, and kind of scan your your reticle over areas to see if you could pick anything up or not. Nothing is highlighted when you walk into
0: a room. It just looks like a room, and you have to physically go up, not physically, but digitally, go up and hover over items to see if it's something that you can actually pick up or not, like key items in the game. And and, then yeah, it, it is cool because it's more immersive. It makes you know you don't walk into a, your room and and something that you're looking for is just glowing yellow. You know that is that's not how life works. It would be handy
1: Maybe if I it pick did this though. Up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or stay away from that shit. It's probably radiated.
1: You got yeah. Radiation.
2: One of yeah. Those two. It, it was. It's a, a cool game. Uh, like same gripes with the new one as the old ones. Like the voice acting's terrible. It's <laughs> but your character doesn't speak in yeah, the game. Yeah, he doesn't speak. He speaks to me in the cutscenes. Or not and the cutscenes, the, the loading screens. The loading screens. He does a little dialogue,
0: and then you go into a into a mission with your wife, and she's talking to you and saying, We're gonna be okay, and he just like gives a thumbs up and never says <laughs> a word back or
2: Yeah, like it's just this, it's super weird. She'll put her head in your lap and in first person looking down at her and she's telling you all these life things and what she wants out of life, and you just stare at her. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, hey, you know, like Artyom, what do you think about this? And blah, and she keeps talking, and you're just staring. And all you in have real to do life? is you can either smoke a cigarette or you can get up and walk away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, what? Like
2: imagine it. that happening in real life. That
0: would be the creepiest conversation ever. It's like I love you so much, honey, and then just someone just going
2: <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's so weird.
1: <laughs> you go, "We're going to be okay, right?" stare.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, t-um, uh, t-um. Like I the, the 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 dialogue in this game is so terrible, but it's it's in I don't know. I love it. I love it. Like when the enemies all they ever say, get the bitch. I get the bitch. I got the bitch pinned. And you're like, it's just the way they they call you. Like, oh, why is does you sound? The-? Why does your Russian sound
0: Middle Eastern?
2: Yeah. <laughs> get the beach. Get the beach. Because that's what they say. Get get the beach. I got the beach. I don't know. I I can't do Russian. Okay, I'm not good at accents. But anyway, now you're they, Jamaican. Right to near the beach. All they do is call you a little bitch and talk about how they're gonna kick your ass. That's all they do. Like. The beaches around here, kick his little beaches, and you're like, it's so funny, man. I love it. With with Alyssa for like I saw a solid week, I would just kept, like, I just always say, is, get get the beach. <laughs> it's not a super happy game either. Like
0: things just always go wrong. It's no. it's and it's very deliberately paced. It's it's a game of patience. It's yeah. not your typical shooter where it's uh it's it's not a twitch shooter by any means. There are some shooting sequences, but. Um, it's, it's very slow and deliberate. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just uh, mm-hmm. be prepared if you want to play it. It's going to take some patience.
2: It's immersive. Like, there's nothing on your screen. You can't even see how much ammo you have until you shoot a bullet, right? There's yep. nothing there. You just – but the aiming in this game is the worst aiming I've felt in any game ever. It is so bad. It is so hard to hit enemies if they're moving. That it's so hard that they dumb the enemies down so they just stand there out in the open. You can just shoot them in the head sometimes. If you're like mm-hmm. shotguns the only way to go. Like fuck a handgun or anything cuz you can't shoot enemies. They're so hard to hit. The, it feels really bad. There's a there's a huge input lag. I don't I don't know why. The old games didn't have it at all. I've heard they patched that though. Uh, I don't know. I just beat it last week and I felt it all the way to the end. So maybe maybe. Okay. It's cool, but when you do something like you go all the way across the map and you got to travel there by foot and you get over there and you get this you figure out how to take a boat into this thing and unlock this this train and you gotta drive the train all the way back across the map to your people, but it doesn't tell you how to get it there. You just know you can't bring your so you're getting out and you're 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 moving switches on a thing. Or you're moving switches on the track to switch directions. And it doesn't tell you to do any of this. You get so when you get the train back, you're like, I accomplished something.
0: <laughs> right.
2: I did it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The game has got a lot of those big open world sections, but the last couple of missions is, just, is pretty much just straightforward, linear gameplay. It just goes from like that big open thing. to like the last couple hours of it's just pretty much, <clears throat> it's just linear, super linear, which I kind of Is the story like. satisfying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it ends, it's it's good. And they, they have it set up so they can, they can uh, have a third one and it could be, I mean, a fourth one and it could be different enough to make it really interesting. Cool? Yeah. The the ending's really good. I liked it a lot. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, Casey, play the play play 20 uh, 2033 I thought was really good, but I think Last Light, which is the sequel, I thought Last Light was was like the perfect balance of all three mm-hmm. games. Last Light was really good. And in the old games too, you're also using your ammo. Like so you get you find ammo currency. along the way. Yeah, that's your currency too. So it's kind of neat. I kind of liked it and I kind of hated it at the same time. So the new one, I'm like, yeah, it's gone. And then halfway through the game I'm like, I kinda like that. It was a
0: clever concept for sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: But another game where it's like very limited ammo. So you have to you got these monsters, these creatures chasing you around running at you super fast and you're and and you got aiming that's terrible. And you're supposed to c- conserve your ammo. Like that shit doesn't work all the time. It's like three systems working against you at all times. Kind of sucks. But it's cool. It's great. It's an awesome game. Very good. Anything else you guys played before we uh, wrap this up? Was that not enough? No, I'm just <laughs> uh, just making sure. <laughs> I wouldn't say much yeah. about Anthem besides I don't really care for it. Too many lo- loading scenes. So
1: Rise and is a good game,
2: by the way. Oh, yes, Zero it is. Oh yeah. Why can't we get more of that? Right? This 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 new universe that looks fresh, new kinds of enemies. Like we all know dinosaurs, we all know robots. Let's make robot dinosaurs and make it interesting where you got to strip the parts off and have a good, you know, Aloy was a was an awesome character. You know, ah, uh, let's not bring it up cuz then it's going to make all the games we play now like why can't we have another <laughs> yeah. Horizons are Dawn?
0: I want another Horizons are Dawn very badly. It was so good.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Can you imagine if we had that on, on like Xbox One X, you know?
0: Oh, I would play through that game in a heartbeat if they brought it to Xbox you One X. Play it
2: all the way through, huh? Just
0: yes, on. I loved that game. I haven't had a I haven't been that gripped by a story up to the finale in a long time. It was really really good. Did not see that coming either. Like the way that the direction that they went, it was fantastic.
2: Did you guys do all the challenges? You know yeah. the challenges because if you do all those challenges, they give you some weapons that you can't get any any other way.
0: Mm. Like I a- did. I unlocked some armor. That that was uh, real difficult to get. i can't, it's been a long time since I played it, but like it was like locked up under like four things were holding it in place, and you had to do something to get that item to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And I got that on, but I don't remember if that was a challenge or. Oh, if it I was... got that armor.
2: Yeah, the armor at the end that looks all space age and like yep. mass effecty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So I mean, there's some like there's ammo. I don't know if it was from the challenges or not, but there's this ammo where you shoot one of the enemies, the dinosaur. Robot things. I don't know. Not even sure what we call them, but they would hypnotize them to fight whatever's around them. So they, you just shoot a couple of those, and they just fight each other. Yep. You just yeah, fuck. So so cool. So cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And the ant technology. You walk up to a tree and see ants crawling up the tree. <laughs> yeah, true story. Oh, I know. I just
0: it's funny how excited you are about the ants. <laughs>
2: that's a, dude, that's a small detail that nobody, you know, Gorilla Games going from Killzone to horizon and you go walk up to a tree and you're watching these ants carrying leaves up a tree and you're like like why did they didn't need to do that yep it makes it excites me (laughs) reminds me of honey i shrunk the kids you know one of those little (laughs) ants could be carrying little people and dude come on man come on all right this this is fun this is fun so uh let's get to the wrap-up show! Yo, Yo what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? There, man! Wrap it, up, Wrap it up, son! Wrap it up, son!
0: All right, well, if you like hearing me talk about games, you can hear me talk more on my podcast called The Gaming Outsider. Our website is thegamingoutsider.com. Our Twitter handle is at thegocast, and we've also got a great Facebook group and community, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash thegocast. And uh, you can also check out our Discord. I can't give you a link right here, but our, our link is available on our Facebook group or on our website. We've got an awesome community over there as well, uh, and uh, we've got a Patreon as well. If you'd like to throw a couple bucks at us, we offer some bonus content at patreon.com forward
2: slash the cast How do you feel about joining Facebook groups, Casey?
1: Um, down for it.
2: Okay. That, don't you when people like all of a sudden you're in a group? You're like, where's all this shit coming from?
1: <laughs> right, and it's because
2: somebody adds you to the group. You're like, well, come on, man! Like, where is all the shit? And I just added Casey to the H- gaming outsider group. Yay! she just joined. Yay, Casey! So you're an actress. You're a, you're a, you're the you're obviously an awesome gamer. We talked about a bunch of stuff, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your acting real quick before we go. I know you may may or may not have some stuff coming up. I know you have you had an episode of American Nightmare.
1: American Nightmare, and then an episode of, um, it's called Mark of the Killer, and that was the most recent one that I've done. It was cool. Um, that was, I actually stepped in last minute, because this actress had dropped out, and that's one of my favorite things. I've found that, you know, being called in for, like, a casting emergency has presented, like, the most interesting roles. Um... But yeah, I, I played a victim and m- one of my favorite parts about filming is special effects makeup and my, the character I was playing actually had her head bashed against a rock. So I had like this big gash of that they were molding on my head and it was cool because then after I did that role, I went through a Starbucks drive through like that. <laughs> 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 and the guy was like, um... So, how are you? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. He looked really concerned, and then after a little bit, I explained to him what I was doing. But yeah, he was like, "So, how are you? What's, what's up?"
2: <laughs> Would you like some uh, extra ice with your, uh, with your uh, mocha cappuccino, Scott? You're on mute. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, you worry. <laughs> I know she said a bunch of things. I'm like, oh, Scott's very quiet, or he's on mute. Yeah, I yeah. mean that. That's so. That must be really fun, right? Just go rolling up to a a Starbucks or or anything, right? Still in your makeup or, because you did that Brontosaurus movie, right? Where you were all bruised up at one point. You had like bruises, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I had a bruise on one of my eyes. And every day when I was filming that, I would go, actually, yeah, I went to Starbucks each day. And it was like a bruise. And like we were filming throughout the week. So like the bruise kept getting worse.
2: Today, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh my God. That's fucked up. Like, are you okay? Because every time you come in, it's getting worse. Casey, blink twice if you're safe. If <laughs> I think someone in, this, in the back seat with a knife or something, yeah. Because you were the main star of that, and you were an MMA fighter, or was it boxing? Yeah. MMA, right?
1: It was MMA. Yes. And the fun part about that one was we were supposed to have a, a scene um, in an actual MMA gym, but our location built on us last minute. So we had to come up with something and the director was like having a a panic attack right in front of us. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This was like such an, a huge part of the, the film.
2: And Casey, uh, Casey's dog is right now is on, on something. It's, <laughs> I don't know what's in those treats she's giving him, but he is like flipping circles in the cage. I'm sure you guys can hear it.
1: He's super excited. <laughs> he doesn't like me, like, not paying attention to him. So if you're you
2: on The Gaming Outsider, Christina would be flipping her lid. <laughs> True story. That's a, that's Scott's um, <clears throat> producer, Christina. She does a lot of pr- production, and everyone sends in her audio separately so she could try to take out stuff like that. But you she would be like, I don't know what to do with this, Scott. Scott, there was a dog in the background the entire podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, trying to get him not to come. <laughs> nuts. Hey, Christina but, yeah, like, might
2: be listening, so hi, Christina.
1: <laughs> with the MMA fighting, like, we had to do... We decided to do um a gara- um parking garage scene. We moved it to, like, a street fight, which actually seemed to work better for the movie, um, except it was, like, 40 degrees outside, and we were barefoot with, like, tank top and shorts and fighting on a cardboard box, like, flattened on this concrete. And what I didn't realize was um that... The actress fighting with me in that scene um wasn't um like the I wasn't clear or she she wasn't clear on the fact that when you're fighting, you're not really fighting. So She wasn't an uh,
2: actress, she was just like a fighter on the street, like, hey, do you wanna like fight this girl And <laughs> this over here in this alley?
1: Because I actually got punched in the face. and nice. She <laughs> punched me in the nose, and I didn't know if my nose was broken or not, but everything went, like, there were, like, dots. I was, like, seeing dots, and my nose went numb, and I thought I had the sensation of my nose getting ready to bleed. I wasn't sure if my nose was broken or not, and it was just the fact that it was cold where I couldn't feel my nose. And But it worked. It worked for the film. I was like, well, okay, method acting. That, that works, I guess. Nice. So I was, they actually
0: used that shot?
1: Yeah, they actually used the shot. They um actually... They pieced it together in such a way where it was just like cut to like each different move because um, just cutting between things made it a better fight sequence. Um, but yet yeah, they use the shot because they like slowed down and paused it. Like when I got hit and my face was just like, oh,
2: oh I <laughs> want to see that.
1: Up. I got to yeah. see that.
0: What movie is that?
1: That's Brontosaurus. Um, it's that actually th- the full films available on YouTube. But yeah, nice. um, it was cool. It was fun. It was really hard to. There was one time where working out in the gym and a lot of physical activity almost like threw up because it was just all very intense.
2: Oh, I can imagine. I go to the gym sometimes for like a 30 minutes and I want to throw up. I do like 15 minutes on an elliptical and I'm like, I wasn't ready for this. Mm-hmm. I, get all, I get all dizzy. I can imagine going around throwing punches, <laughs> taking punches to the face. Yeah. You know what happens when I get punched in the face, remember? Oh, I remember that, kind of. I remember the story, I just don't remember the outcome.
0: Why but. did you punch
2: me in the face?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just look him right in the face and ask him.
2: Oh, Casey, but what about your uh, streaming? Well, your Twitch and Mixer and YouTube, all that?
1: Yeah, um, I am on YouTube. Um it's www.youtube.com slash Casey Tiller, K-A-C-Y-T-I-L-L-E-R. And I'm on Twitch as well. Um, that's Sage Skyhaven. That's S-A-G-E-S-K-Y-E-H-A-V-E-N. I do stream on Mixer. Um, I haven't in a long time and it- I'm under Sage Skyhaven on there as well, but I mainly stream YouTube and Twitch now. Um, I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at K-A-C-Y-T-I-L-L-E-R. I spell it out because, you know, it's different spelling for Casey.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad you added the WWW part because, you know, people don't know about WWW. <laughs> yeah. I can't
1: even
2: say it. WWW? WWW. WWW.com.
1: Awesome
2: awesome so guys i want to say thanks for coming on the podcast uh we'll have more gaming out gaming chat episodes gaming outsider i'm gonna have more gaming outsider volume twos we are the <laughs> gaming outsider
0: with tweeds. and check out the our episode in a, in a week or two and sean's going to be a guest over there
2: yeah looking I'll, forward to it i'll come by talk about some video games and uh yeah. the division two comes out soon looking forward to that looking forward to dmc our uh, devil may cry five
0: Yes, sir. That trailer it. looks bananas.
2: It might be it. Yeah, my my friend's playing it right now, but he can't talk to me about it because he's under NDA, but I'm like, ah! Asshole.
0: Planet. Ah!
2: <laughs> well, thanks what, for having me,
0: Sean. It's always a good time chatting with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. You guys can find me on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. You can find me on Instagram and all that stuff under horribly awkward show. Uh, Facebook, I'm over there. I am... Um, Leave me a voicemail if you want, 510-600-3475. Drop me an email, podcast at gmail.com. Woo! And Casey, it was very
0: nice to meet you.
1: It's very nice to meet you. As Gidget would say, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M and the L to the ISSA. Slime in the house, to so drop your listen. Poor, whiskly, backward slides merrily suck. Destiny, doctor, downcast, carelessly squandered Lamb blood. heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast.
2: Cool, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. I got so sweaty doing that. I got. You're glistening. Yeah, I got. I,
1: God, I got
2: Thanks, Casey Scott. Not
0: a problem. I will catch you guys later. I gotta go.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show.